Hey everybody, you're listening to the Honor Yoga Now podcast, bringing you knowledge, awareness, and inspiration, taking yoga off of the mat and into your daily life. I'm your host, Amy Taza. Thanks for listening. This episode is being sponsored by Rumi Earth. Rumi Earth is a natural-based, sustainable yoga brand that embraced the circle of, of natural life by focusing on biodegradability of their yoga products. The best way of ensuring biodegradable um, the best way, the best way of ensuring biodegradability of their products is by keeping them as close to nature as possible. They have curated four types of natural yoga mats. They also have blocks, bolsters, yoga straps, sustainable insulated water bottles, and plenty of carriers to choose from. So go check them out, Rumi Earth. It's r u m i earth dot com, and use code ne twenty to get twenty percent off your next order. How's everybody doing today? I'm sitting with Julie Milk. Julie, today I'm sitting with Julie Milk. Julie is the senior teacher trainer, and she is also the director of programming and teacher training for Honor Yoga. Hi. How Hi. are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I got to take a breath. I, always, <laughs> I just said way too much. Um, so anyway, our topic today is a new program that Honor Yoga has, and it's a 75-hour apprentice program that they're offering teachers that have already um, participated in the 200-hour training and are looking to do um, their 300 hours, and the 70, 75 hours will then be a part of the 300-hour training. And speaking of teacher trainings, Julie, i got to congr- congratulate you. I saw on Instagram that you're starting your 20th teacher training that must be really amazing yeah yeah it's very special it's my 20th one I've been doing it a long time and um, <laughs> there's always so much more to to learn and, and grow from yeah yes now so originally you were teaching in New York City right for a really long time or yeah so I've been in New Jersey four years now um, and I taught in New York for 12 years, 12 years and well. yeah that's um, a bustle yeah that's for sure <laughs> Um, previous to that, I was registered registered dietitian for about ten years, and um, found a yoga teacher training when I just wanted to deepen my practice, yeah. as so many of us do. Right, right. and um, really had no intentions of ever being a teacher. Of course, you did. No. <laughs> and after a two hundred hour, continued with a three hundred hour, and then um, had decided that. Nothing had brought the same feeling of aliveness and vulnerability and sense of really having to look at myself and start to work on some of my blind spots. So um, I decided to become a teacher trainer, which was a whole other track, Mm -hmm. and um, did that for a company called Yoga Works for a very long time. Yeah have traveled all over the country and even some of the world doing teacher trainings, um, teaching 300-hour level and 200-hour level, um, and I love it. It's certainly my passion. Um, right. I love teaching classes and workshops and all that stuff, but training is definitely teacher like my is, specialty. Yeah. 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 As I've said in other, as, as I've said in other podcasts, teacher training is your baby, aside to your baby. Right. right? Yes. Totally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh well, that's uh, well, that's great. You know, yeah. Teacher training changes you. Yeah. Whether you go into it teaching, wanting to teach, or not wanting to teach, it it, it brings up questions. Wow. You know, it, and it just it, it totally makes you think. <clears throat> of where you are in your life, what you want to do in your life, where you were in your life, like, it, 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 it 
it, it changes you. And I could say that firsthand. I, I had a friend when I first started, um, when I went through my teacher training, and again, I went went through my teacher training just, yeah, sure, you know, yeah, I'll do it, okay. Yeah. And <laughs> ever since then, I don't think I've ever been the same. Right, no, you're not. You know, like questioning things, and it's just, ugh. but that could be a whole other podcast. Yeah, how <laughs> teacher training blows the doors off of yeah. you. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. yeah, it does the same thing for the trainer as well, which I'm sure you're starting to realize just as a teacher yourself that the reimmersion of teaching, whether it be in the classroom or as a teacher trainer, um, but the continuing practice of teaching, it too starts to penetrate you mm -hmm. in, in other ways that I think certain professions probably don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So um, when I was reading the material for the program, um, it's a really a great way to kind of refine your training skills and your teaching skills. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it also... It, I like the fact that you can have a mentor, that you can have a teacher, that you can go to someone to say, hey, what about this? Hey, what about that? You know, in my eyes, I, w I would think that you would um, have a relationship, you know, with your teacher. And I, I, I think that's so important. I, yeah. I, I, in my own personal practice, I think that that's so important. Um, so I'm really glad that Honor is offering this. And um, um, so... Tell me about the program. Yeah, well, um, just to riff off of that a Go little right bit. Um, I think if we look at life in general, we have had mentors along the way, whether they've been actually assigned to us or not, right? Mm -hmm. um, and at, what a mentor provides is this um, immeasurable uh, feedback, right? But instilled, right? Like it's sort of swaddled um, or coddled in... Uh, relationship that is profoundly trustful mm -hmm. and um, then allows the mentee or apprentice mm -hmm. to to take that feedback and perhaps not feel um, you know threatened by it and actually grow from it um, additionally like a mentor just is a person that we respect and we really look up to and we aspire to be whether mm -hmm. we're ever going to follow that exact path or not but those are important people that we've had in our lives um, and you know I think we can look back at it in any sort of schooling or any sort of job realm um, yeah. I've certainly looked back at my many years and different careers that I've had and I've had mentors along the way and how they still to this day have created impressions of in me of ways that I you know either want to um, uh, have a belief system around or an attitude about something or just like behave in a certain way right, right? so um, for anyone that's familiar with the yoga sutras of Patanjali there's in the first chapter in the first pada there's a sutra that talks about you can meditate on um, your teachers or your sages mm -hmm. and I think one way to interpret that is is exactly this that when life um, challenges you, which it will and yeah. always does, maybe just on the regular, right? right? That certain times, you know, you could think about like, well, you know, how would Amy deal with this, right? Like, what would her reaction be to this email I received yeah. that seems to be, you know, full of attack or threat or whatever it is? I'm just naming one of the many infinite things that could happen in our day, right? right? That course. sort of sets us off course. So. 
Um, that's, that's what the mentor relationship is for, is to provide um, sort of a, um, a focal point of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a North Star of like, oh, I want to go that direction and how that per- person sort of navigates through their world. Um, and then there's infinite other benefits to get from a mentorship relationship. And, and in the yoga realm, I think it's critical because we um, are out there as yoga teachers and teaching very um, in an isolated sense, considering that it's us as the authority in a room with a whole bunch of people. Right. And um, we're not really getting feedback on it. I mean, sure, studios install ways of receiving feedback, but um, it's different to have a skilled person of your profession give you feedback than it is to have a student or a client of your profession give you feedback. Both are totally valuable, but um, having someone that has you know, some seniority and has been seasoned and is doing it a lot. And right, and has been where you've been, been where you been have where been. You've been. Yes, exactly. yes, yes. Yeah, and sometimes in class you just get like blank scares, blank stares, and you're like, oh man, you know, like yeah. you just got to keep going, just got to keep going, right. you know. <laughs> but yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and so you you know, the feedback from your students is is one thing, and it's incredibly valuable and shouldn't be disregarded, but. Um, in any other sort of career professional world, there's feedback given to the employee mm-hmm. and on, on a regular, right? Because they're sort of under the microscope a bit more. There's right. more transparency. You're working together so much more on teams of sort. That just doesn't happen in the yoga teacher world. A yoga teacher is out there floating entity, isolated bubble. And um, unless they immerse themselves in this kind of relationship and actively seek it, I think growth of a teacher can be very stunted, even if they're constantly taking, um, you know, this program, that program, other CEUs and different continuing Mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. But to really get some feedback on how you're applying that information or if you are or not, Right. right? is a whole different story. Um, so I think part, this grew out of, of, of a twofold from me and Honor Yoga um, in my position as the director of teacher training mm-hmm. to um, <clears throat> to look at what is going on in our teaching community right now. And right now um, in most areas of you know the country or maybe even the world, there's a very concentrated pool of 200-hour teachers, not yes. even newly graduated, right, that have been teaching, like you, Amy, like right. four or five years, right. um, that have yet to have the time or the resources or the um, offering of a 300-hour, because a 300-hour is a huge resource, and a yeah. lot of areas can't even get those resources together and offer a 300-hour. Right. Um, so, you know, and, and additionally, there are teachers that have done a 300 hour Mm -hmm. so we have this really nice communion or marriage of 200 hour teachers that have been teaching for many years you know two three years um and a continuum of more 200 hours still right and then um you know some really seasoned senior teachers right that 
Um, if you bring the two together, you're giving the senior teacher an opportunity to be a mentor, mm -hmm. to have um, greater income, right? Another teaching opportunity right. and um, provide this mentorship. And you're giving the 200 hour that has been teaching for a few years uh, an ability to actually get some solid feedback that can be, you know, lacking in a 200-hour training, right? You teach here and there, and right. then you have a practicum, and then it's sort of like, okay, you're on your way. Right. Versus in this mentorship program or apprenticeship program, it is um, a, a re-application of teaching over mm -hmm. and over. There's many teaching hours for the apprenticeship to mm -hmm. teach in front of their mentor mm -hmm. and um, exercises and techniques to shape their teaching style and, <clears throat> excuse me, and then with that get the, the valuable feedback. Right. I mean, for me, teaching, uh, I think maybe a little over four years, it's time. You know, like, I felt in my own teaching practice and my personal practice, like, it, it was time for me to do something. Right. You know, like, I, yes, taking taking a module here or taking a workshop here, I, I and I feel, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but I felt like it was time. It's time for me to do something. Like, I gotta, I gotta do something. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to do something because you don't have to do the whole 300 no. right away. Yeah. But the 75 hours will um you know is included in that right yeah. so you're kind of starting something you know like you're just getting your foot wet or, or getting your foot in the door or whatever to start and then move through um yeah so the 75 hour um apprenticeship teacher training or program um is a module of uh the honor yoga of the 300 hour yeah okay so the Honor Yoga 300 hour is an eight module program. You have to complete all eight modules mm -hmm. to get your 300 hours. Okay. One of the modules is the 75 hours in the apprenticeship program. Um, someone such as yourself, Amy, may take that 75 hour module mm -hmm. first. You've been teaching a while, you're really ripe and ready mm -hmm. to have no problem teaching and really start to get some feedback on your teaching. You're ready to jump in and assist teachers in mm -hmm. their classes. Um, another person may be a 200-hour graduate and just starting to teach, right? They're just teaching people after class and things of that nature. They, too, could qualify for the 75-hour apprenticeship program and mm -hmm. take that module. Um, or they may want to wait yeah, and take a, a couple other modules like you have probably already done in your own continuing education. Um, but take a couple other modules of the 300 hour and then after they've been teaching just a little bit longer, jump into the module of the 75 hour. The modules don't, they're not sequential. You don't mm -hmm. have to, they're offered in a sequential way because that's yeah. how we schedule them and mm -hmm. plan them at the studio with a space availability. However, they don't have to be taken like module one before module two or okay. module three. Um, but if you do take, let's say module three, and not module two, you'll have to wait till the following year to take uh, module two. Right, right, okay. However, you have um, you know two and a half years to complete all of your modules. You have plenty of time to get it all done. Okay. Yeah. So they don't have to all be taken together, but they could also be taken together. Mm -hmm. And you go through the whole program, and it ends in about six months. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not uh, mm -hmm. that's not too bad. So, what if so? Is it is it a group set? Will it always be a group setting, or is it one on one? 
like how would that work? The apprenticeship program yeah. is a um, it's three to four apprentices signing up with one mentor. Okay. So you receive one-on-one -on -one time with your mentor mm -hmm. in um, some mentor meetings, which include the other apprenticeship apprentices. Mm -hmm. However, you're going to be having conversation and dialogue that is going to be directly about you mm -hmm. and where mm -hmm. you're at at that time. Um, you have practice teaching sessions with your mentor and your other apprentices mm -hmm. and perhaps another mentor. So if I have just three apprentices working with me mm -hmm. and another studio has a mentor with three or four people working with them, we'll get together for our practice teaching sessions. Okay, like joint forces. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you have a larger Creating. body audience to teach. So you have about eight, maybe seven students to mm -hmm. teach. And you also have two seasoned teachers to give you some feedback. Right. Um, and that can be really helpful. Yeah. Um, it sometimes can be a, a hindrance and harmful. Well, not harmful, but you know, it can be a little bit of a, a setback in that one teacher saying one thing and another teacher saying no, another thing. No. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm laughing because in my own head, I'd be like, oh my God, I got a teacher for <laughs> Yeah, for two teachers, but right? Yeah, not just I one. Mean, yeah. So yeah, so there's um, there's those sessions and there's eight of those sessions and those practice teaching sessions are three hours each. So okay. you're going to be doing a lot of teaching while you're there. And then there's six what are called apprentice meetings or mentor meetings where you meet with your fellow apprentices mm -hmm. and your mentor and you you know, talk about what's going on in class, you you really break down, let's say, trikonasana, mm -hmm. and, you know, you're still not understanding, or, you know, you're, you're finding your cues are not being effective, or you didn't know how to deal with someone's pulled groin in that pose, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's a very organic experience, and it's time for you to just unpack what's going on in your own classes, or maybe what's going on in assisting your mentor's classes, right? right. Um, and then maybe some homework is assigned then and there. Mm -hmm. um, it could be completed at that time or perhaps given at the next mentor meeting, and mm -hmm. then you go over the homework. Um, and then finally, you have um, class to take with your mentor. So mm -hmm. the, the whole idea is that you're really steeping yourself with one teacher for a prolonged period of time. Mm -hmm. Depending on how quickly the practice teaching sessions go over the course of weeks or depending on how quickly those and um, the, um, excuse me, mentor meetings run, mm -hmm. um, it can be four to six months in length for your apprenticeship program. Mm -hmm. So you could be doing your apprenticeship program while you're doing other modules oh, of the okay. 300 hour. Okay. Okay. Right, right. Um, and those other modules of the three hundred hour take place solely on the weekend. Yeah. Um, so, so there's a lot, and it can be really intense if you do it all together. Let's say, yeah. but the seventy five hour is um, it's concentrated, it's potent, mm -hmm. it helps you see yourself as a teacher and understand where you're going as a teacher. That's important too. Mm -hmm. There's like yoga, the, um, the yoga is so big and so vast. There's mm -hmm. always something to learn. Yeah. There's always somewhere to go. Um, there's just always something to learn. And I feel like I think it's so important to keep learning and to keep being a student 
to make yourself a better teacher. That's right. Right? Um, so, um, so the importance of continuing. Let's let's talk about that. The importance of continuing your studies. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. That I've got my head back. <laughs> um, why do you think it's so important to stay with one more mentor? Right. Instead of like maybe bouncing around to this one, or I can't go to this one, or let me go to this one. Sure. Or, and finding a teacher that you really connect with, and yeah. you, you know you really can like resonate with, and you know you respect and you like their style and, and everything else. Yeah, that's a wonderful question. Um, this is something I recommend even starting at the 200-hour level is to um, just for the time you're in it, be in it and be with one teacher, mm-hmm. right? So for 200-hour, if you have, let's say, one main lead or two leads, mm-hmm. take their classes during the 200-hour. It's going to help you understand how they're teaching sequencing. It's going to help you understand how... Um, you know, they're teaching cueing or whatever it may be. It, repetition is so critical. That's how we learn mm-hmm. is repeat, repeat, repeat. When we study something with one teacher and then we go and take class with all these different teachers, it just gets confusing. It, there's nothing wrong to it, but it's much more difficult for our bodies to understand perhaps sequencing for our bodies to understand and our our minds to understand um, how to articulate clear cueing and verbalize that. Um, It's helpful, you know, even at the very beginning level of a a yoga teacher is like, okay, so you hear your teacher say it one way and that really resonates with you, you say it that way too, right? Until you finally evolve to say it your own way or you hear another teacher say it a different way that you thought was really powerful and Mm -hmm. effective and then you say it that way, right? But at times, this is how we learn from the smallest beings up. We see something, we imitate it. And that's it. That's how we learn to become human even. So when you're at the start of something learning, that's really important. Now we're at, you know, a 300-hour level and someone's been teaching a while. You, the idea with an apprenticeship program is that you establish intimacy, mm-hmm. okay? And um, intimacy is really hard to establish if you're sort of dribbling it out everywhere and you're going, okay, I'm going to be with that person, I'm going to be with that yeah. person, I'm going to be with that person. But um, it's an opportunity for you to really unshed and you be you and get feedback on on all of that, right? right. And, and, and trust too, right? Absolutely. The level of trust yeah. so, that you have with your teacher. Unless you stick with one person and it's hard to establish those, you know, really strong bonds of trust that can last you beyond, of course, an apprenticeship, right? right? So right. I have had my mentors from 12 plus years ago that um, I still call upon when there's times of need, right? So um, that can last a lifetime and should. It should be some sort of, you know, nourishing and and sort of fertilizer to your personal growth. Right. It's, if you don't have that as a teacher, I I, I see what happens is this sort of plateau, right? Because it's really difficult to see yourself. I mean, you can see yourself, and that's ultimately what the aim of yoga is, mm-hmm. is self-realization. Right. However, 
Um, it, it takes a lot of support along the way because we're not separate. We need, we need to be, admit that we're connected yes, and yes, use that connection. Yes. And um, one thing I, I love about honor is the community. Mm-hmm. And especially like in trainings, you know, you, you, you form a bond even with your, you know, fellow trainees. Yes. You know, and you become, you know, you get to become a little more intimate with them. You, you know, you start trusting them with your flaws a little yeah. bit, you know, and you, you do, you kind of let go, you kind of like, you know, you shed a yeah. little bit, you know, you become comfortable and able to just be yourself. Sure. And, and that's, that's so important. And it does, it forms lasting bonds. Yeah. Even more so in the 300 hour, particularly um, this 300 hour that has, again, the 75 hour apprenticeship program. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, when it's Thursday night at 6 PM, I'm just making this time up, right? <laughs> okay. And, um, you have to be there for three hours and teaching after you've had a full day doing whatever it is you do all day. Mm-hmm. Um, it really starts to, you know, break down some walls and be yeah. intense and you're with your fellow mentees that know what you're going through mm-hmm. that understand that and um uphold you at that time you know they understand like oh they're again she's saying that crutch word or yeah, they're again yeah. you know and they get it um so so yeah again the the value of having um that practice teaching time that you really don't get and the other modules of the 300 hour, just to touch on that for one moment, yeah. there is practice teaching time built mm-hmm. into the weekend, but it's not like this where it's isolated and you're really going to work on just one part of the sequence or just a group of poses flowing together and how many different ways can they or not or what is um, in these three poses your objective with the whole sequence is to arrive here Mm -hmm. or to communicate this theme and can you do that just in these three poses like stick to the objective right so um, those are things that you know in a in a lower level you know sort of 200 hour yeah it's really difficult to get to yeah, well, you know, too, in a in a, in a two hundred hour, and I think I've said this before, um, a two hundred hours like you're learning a little bit about a lot of things. Yeah, and it's kind of like getting your feet wet. You know, it, it it you know it prepares you to teach and go in the classroom, but it also opens your eyes to so much. It's like, do I want to go this avenue? Do I want to go this avenue? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And it, it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah. You know, because maybe you want to do everything, you know, encompass it all together, and it's just so much. So even with the 300-hour, you know, it may help to pinpoint, again, where you want to go. Yeah, it does, yeah. absolutely. And the 75-hour within that much more, the mentor's mm-hmm. role, you know, I haven't spent very much time on that and in, in the opportunity for what the mentor can do, but mm-hmm. one of their one of their objectives in being a mentor is, of course, to help a student clarify their vision as a teacher mm. and how to really get there. Yes. Right? Yes. So, um, and it's not to, you know, um, bullet point this exact path in right. doing that, but to help them, you know, shape themselves and understand like okay well maybe I need to spend more time here and maybe I need to 
you know, shave off some of doing that there. Right. Um, if I really want this this vision that I have to come to fruition. Right. Yeah. Right. Even like you think, oh, I want to do this, or I'm good at this, and um, sometimes <laughs> it, you know it, it helps to kind of like you said pinpoint things. Yeah. You know, well, like maybe give a little nudge here, like, oh, you're so good at this. You know, do you like this? Let's try this, and let's do this, and let's do that. So. I mean, I'm really excited about it. Um, so, is it going to be separate to each studio? Like, yeah. like say, so, so you're the lead teacher trainer, correct? But are there, there's going to be other mentors as well? Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So, um, each studio, each Andre Yoga studio, mm -hmm. will have their own like mentor, senior teacher. Some studios have a few, mm -hmm. right? There's enough okay. teachers that have been teaching long enough, and have enough credentialing behind them mm -hmm. um, and so it, it, the way it it actually happens is the studio and the mentor agree with like a month that they want to start mm -hmm. let's say they want to start in March and end in um, March April May June mm -hmm. okay June or July um, then they'll start marketing for that and from that marketing they'll generate you know and usually the mentor already has some mentees or apprentices that are seeking this relationship yeah. um, and so they'll sign up at that studio uh, and um, if you're an honor yoga graduate mm -hmm. you get a lovely discount of course okay but also what I wanted to touch on is you don't have to you don't you don't necessarily have to have done your 200 hour with on or you no. can have done it somewhere else but still Abs do the, the membership absolutely okay I wanted yeah. to make sure yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. okay yeah, so unfortunately you don't get the discount, right? Mm -hmm. But you um, absolutely can sign up with someone that is speaks to you, you regularly take their classes, right. you uh, admire their teaching, you aspire to be as clear and effective as, mm -hmm. of a teacher as them. So yeah, so then you sign up at that studio and then you will start based on, um, you will start first with an apprentice meeting, mm -hmm. one of those six meetings that is over the course of the months okay and in that meeting you'll understand the parameters around hands-on assisting and what they expect from you in their first few weeks of assisting um, some things that they're looking for mm -hmm. maybe even specific postures they want done or not done mm -hmm. um, and then that meeting also has other things that will evolve in terms of like okay so what are your goals and what is your vision mm -hmm. and and um, strengths, weaknesses, yeah. opportunities, yes. threats, sort yes. of things, yes. right? Was that the swoosh? Is the, the, the swatting. The swatting, yeah. the swoosh. <laughs> and then the swoosh, <laughs> swoosh swat, it's all the same. So, and then um, from there, you'll begin assisting your mentor like that next week, okay. right? And it's one assist a week. If you um, have worked out, it's 15 hours of assisting, mm -hmm. so... Some students may say, and when I say student, I mean apprentice mm -hmm. or mentee. They may say, okay, well, you know, I can't regularly get to your Thursday class, but I could probably get to like eight of those Thursday classes over the next four to six months. And I can also get to your workshop that you're doing. And I could also get to two hours of the teacher training that you're teaching for the 200 hour. Mm -hmm. And then you've got your 15 hours that come together. Okay. So it doesn't necessarily have to always be like, okay, well, I have to be at this class every so-and-so. However, 
Um, we dissuade student, you know, apprentices bouncing around from class to class. Like, well, this week I can do Tuesday, and that week I could do Thursday, and the next week I could mm -hmm. do Wednesday. That's just not, um, you know, bearing in mind that the student comes first, really. That's yeah. not super trustworthy for the students. Like, mm -hmm. oh, now we have this person here. Oh, versus okay. having a regular, like, okay, well, you're going to be here on Thursdays if that's the class you could make. If it's not the class you can make, can you make a Monday class more regularly? Right. Yeah. So the students actually taking the class know they expect, that yeah. they're going to have the um, apprentice there. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And oftentimes, yeah, you know, I encourage mentors to introduce their apprentice every class, of mm -hmm. course, and introduce them as a co-teacher because they are they're a silent teacher in the room mm -hmm. and they should also be seen as a teacher and utilized as a teacher you know if a student needs something right. or whatever it is right yeah okay mm -hmm. so um <laughs> i'm trying to think is there anything else so i'm a, oh so um is are there any apprenticeships that are in the in the works or um is there one in pennington starting yes so that? in pennington i'm leading one mm -hmm. we're aiming at the to start either at the end of this year november december mm -hmm. or at the beginning of next year okay right now we have like a couple people pretty ready to jump on mm -hmm. and ideally we'd like four students four's nice yeah so um we hope we can make that happen you know and I'm sure we can by January. Yeah, absolutely. And the other studios that are offering it, um, that have it on on their radar to mm -hmm. offer it, they don't. They haven't started marketing it. North Brunswick, absolutely. Okay. Um, and Hamilton as well. Oh, Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. So um, and some other studios probably outside of New Jersey, just in like the next year or so. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm excited yeah. for the program. Um, I'm going to jump on in <laughs> January. Yay. Oh, okay, Julie, thank you so much You're for so sharing welcome. your knowledge and thanks being here. Thanks for having here. me. Yes, Very fun. Cool. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And don't forget, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Honor Yoga Now. I'm Amy Taza. Have a good night. Good night.